So may God keep continuing to increase your mind and uh, understanding the kingdom of God, and may you continue to go forth in Him in the name of Jesus. Our scripture reading will come from First Thessalonians chapter three, verse, Amen, nine through thirteen. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter three, verses nine through thirteen. That we'll read at first in the New King James Version. Then we'll read it again in the New Living Translation. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter three, verse nine through thirteen. Amen. That we'll read in the New King James Version. Then we'll read the same portion of Scripture in the New Living Translation. Praise the name of the Lord. And this is what it says. Amen. For what thanks can we render to God for you, for all of the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Say again, for what thanks can we render to God for you, for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before our God, night and day praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Glory to God. Now may our God and Father himself, our Lord Jesus Christ, direct your way, direct our way to you. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love to uh, one another and to all, just as we do to you, so that you may be established in your heart, so that you may be established, so that he may be established in your heart, so that he may be established in your, in your heart, blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. That same portion of scripture and the New Living Translation, and this is what it says. How we thank God for you. Because of you, we have great joy as we, as we enter God's presence. Night and day, we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again to fill in the gaps in your faith. Amen. Asking God to see you again, amen, to fill in the gaps in your faith, perfect you. Amen. May God our Father and our Lord Jesus, amen, bring us to you very soon. And may the Lord make your love for one another, amen, and may the Lord make your love for one another and for all the people grow and overflow. Glory to God, just as our love, amen, for you overflows. Got to read that again. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow just as our love, amen, for you, for you overflows. May he, as a result, make your heart strong, blameless, and holy, amen, as you stand before God, our Father, when our Lord Jesus Christ come again with all his holy people, amen. Praise the name of the Lord, amen. Tonight, real briefly, amen, I want to deal with this subject, amen, summoned to perfection, amen, summoned to perfection. Glory to God. I think it's, I think it's good to start off saying that, amen, at no point in the walk, in the life of the believer with Christ, should the believer pretend 
amen, to be finished, a finished product in Christ, amen. We must remain passionate about four major things. Number one, passionate about the sanctification process, amen, passionate about the sanctification process, praise God, passionate about holiness, talking body, soul, and spirit, praise God. Number three, amen, about uh, passionate about developing the fruit of the spirit. That, brothers and sisters, is our character. And then lastly, amen, perfecting our spiritual gifts. Glory to God, amen. There should be never a time in the life of the believer that we ought to be relaxed, lazy, or complacent. Amen. There should never be a time when we are relaxed and we're lazy and we become complacent as though all is well. There's too much that we, amen, must do and must finish so that, amen, amen, according to Matthew's gospel, that the master don't come and catch us with our work undone. Praise God that don't come catch us with our work undone. Amen. Prayer and fasting, amen, keeps the believer from being lost in the spirit. When we pray and when we fast, when we're connected, when we're connected, amen, to our source. Matthew, John 15, I'm sorry, says, amen, that we, Christ is the vine, is the branch, and we are the vine. Amen. And without him, we can do nothing. Prayer connects us to the source of power, our source of purpose, amen, our source of direction. Prayer connects us to our source of power, our source of direction, source, amen, of, of connection, amen. And in the Old Testament, the visible presence of God called the Shekinah, the very presence of God, led Israel through the wilderness to the promised land for 40 years. During the day, this manifestation, this Shekinah, amen, manifested itself uh, as a cloud by day, amen. It served as guide as well as protector from the desert heat, amen. Then at night, desert temperatures can drop below freezing. This, this cloud, amen, turned into a pillow of fire, not just for the only direction, but for heating so that Israel would be at a constant state, amen, where God would keep them at temperature-wise, amen, at a constant state, the Shekinah, the glory of God, amen. When the people of God ignore God's guiding agent, which is now the Holy Spirit, oh, amen, by not praying, not participating in the fellowship, amen, there's a tendency Amen, for us to meander and wander around lost with not knowing what to do. Praise God. Amen. So pray and fast and keep the believers from wasting the large sums of time wandering around in the spirit, not really knowing what's next. Glory to God. Fasting in prayer. Amen. Standing that word keeps us from wasting a lot of time. Amen. Wandering around like, you know, what's next, God? What should I be doing next? Praise God, we should always have something that we're working on with our gift, something that we're working on constantly. We pray and ask God for help in regard to our, um, uh, our gift, our personality, which is in the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Because when you're better, the church will automatically get better. 
when you increase in God, amen, automatically you'll be a better spouse. Praise God, you'll be a better friend, a better intercessor. Why? Because you're better connected with the Savior. Glory to God. You're better connected with the Savior. So we got to go on, beloved, to perfection. Got to keep pressing to keep our passion level high because we've been summoned to this word perfection, which really means, amen, maturity. When you see the word perfect or perfection, it is talking about a mature state of the believer. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 1 says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, or of the death doctrine of baptism, of laying on of hands, of the resurrection of the dead, of eternal judgment, and this will do if God permits. Amen. Chapter 6 of Hebrews, amen, starts with an exhortation to leave the discussion of elementary principles and let us go on to maturity. Let us go on to perfection. Glory to God. Amen. The believer in this hour can never lose that great passion, amen, that uh, the Holy Spirit, only the Holy Spirit can provide to go on to perfection. Amen. To go on to perfection. Glory to God. In the book of Philippians, the third chapter, and in verse 12, you know this, but I'm a, you know this verse well. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Praise God. The book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 12 through 16, in the New Living Translation, and this is what it says. He says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things, this perfect state. Amen. Or I have already reached to perfection. This is Paul talking. Amen. Amen. And uh, he says, I'm not telling you I'm already there. I have not apprehended. I'm, I'm, I'm not at that point. I have not reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. I want him like he has me. I want, I want him like he has hold of me. Verse 13, no, dear brothers and sisters or brethren, I have not achieved it, but I focus on, the, on this one thing, amen, forgetting the, forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race, receive my heavenly prize from which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling us. I press on toward the mark for the high for the call, amen, the prize that's in Christ Jesus. I'm not there yet. The word forgetting the past does not mean, amen, memory loss. It just means proper focus. Say again, bogus, forgetting the past does not mean you come into some state of memory loss, amen. It just means you're so focused on the future in Christ. Thank you, Lord. You're so focused on going on to perfection and what lies ahead that, amen, whatever you were in the past, be it good or bad, glory to God, that thing, amen, was going on. Paul is referring to his life in Judaism, amen. That thing, he's forgetting all of the past. Sometimes our past, what we call success, can be as hindrous to us as what we would call, amen, failures, amen. All of that, forgetting the past, Looking forward, the key 
is focused. I'm looking forward to what lies ahead. I press forward. Amen. I press, amen, on, I press forward. Glory to God. I press on to reach the end of the race. Amen. To receive a heavenly prize from which God, through Christ Jesus, amen, is calling us. Let's look at verse 15. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree at some point, I believe God, amen, will make it plain to you. Praise God. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. Thank you, Father. That's it. Verse 16. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. Amen. We must hold on to the progress we've already made. Let's don't lose the progress we have already made. Amen. Let's press on. Let's don't, amen, become relaxed. And let's don't become lazy in our pressing. Let's don't become lazy in our intercession. Let's don't become, amen, complacent in our walk with God as though we're not being hunted by an adversary. Glory to God. I press toward the mark for the prize, amen, of God that's in Christ Jesus. When you look at the book of 1 Thessalonians, it is absolutely amazing what you discover in your observation. It is absolutely amazing what we discover in the observation. What jumped at me, amen, as I was studying the book over again for the first time, about the hundredth time, amen, I, the, the word faith jumped out. The word faith, he kept, amen, commending them concerning their faith and their labor of love and patient hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He kept, amen, bringing that up. Amen. Their faith towards God. Amen. It has gone out. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and 8. Amen. And that, so that we don't, not, no need to say anything. Amen. Their faith level, a praise God, kept coming up. Nine times you see the word faith in the short book, of, amen, First Thessalonians, amen, nine times in that short five chapters, you see the word faith. The other two things that jumped out at me, amen, as you look at chapters, amen, four, is that you see, you keep seeing the word more and more. Two times you see the word more and more. Praise God. That which is to tell, which is to say, your faith, you're doing good, but we want you to do more. Glory to God. Your faith, you're doing good, but amen, there's yet still more to do. You're doing a great job. You have, you have, you have increased. Your labor for the saints is well known. Glory to God. Amen. We know exactly what you're doing. We're praising what you're doing, but we want you to do more. First Thessalonians chapter four in the New King James Version, in verse one, it says, Finally, then, brethren, we urge you. And exhort you in the Lord, amen, in the Lord Jesus, that you should abound more and more just as you have received from us how to walk as to please God. For you know, amen, what commandment we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. We urge you in that matter. You're doing good, but you can do better. Glory to God that you should abound or that you should increase more and more. You're doing a great job, but there's still yet more 
that we, amen, purpose for you. And that's the thing we got to get in our spirit, beloved. That's the thing that we have to grasp and hold on to. That's the thing that ought to drive us. Praise God. We're not what we think we are. Amen. There's still yet more. In chapter 4 and verse 9, it says, But concerning brotherly love, amen, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. Glory to God. That's, that's the spirit of the Lord crying out that you love one another. And indeed, he says, you do so towards all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more. Amen. That you also aspire to, amen, to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, glory to God, to work with your own hands, amen, as we commanded you, and that, that you may walk properly towards those who are outside and though and that you may lack nothing. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, the book of First and Second Thessalonians answer questions, amen, in regard to the second coming of Christ. There's a doctrine out there uh, at that time, and yet still is, they're saying that Christ's, amen, coming was imminent, that it was right around the corner. Some in Thessalonica stopped working, started just perusing around, living out the church, glory to God, and out their neighbors, because we waiting on Jesus, glory to God. And as you can tell, we're still here, praise God. And so, so, so Paul answers that wrong mindset. He answers that theology that you're wrong in your assumption and in your false doctrine that, amen, the, the uh, return of Christ is imminent. Amen. Praise God that is imminent. So he says to, to, to them, amen, it's not happened yet. It has not happened. Amen. Get busy. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. So he says, get busy. Amen. And work. For this is the will of God for you that's in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And so, and so he says to them, your faith is going good. Your, your love towards the saints as well. But amen. But I want you to do more. You can do more. Beloved, we have not attained. We have not made it yet. We have not become all that, amen, uh, God is calling us to, do, to be. According to Ephesians 4, we have not measured up to the full statue of Christ. Amen. When we measure up to him, he's calling us to be that. As a matter of fact, we have to keep pressing until he comes. But when, when he appears, we shall see him. Amen. Then we shall be as he desires for us to be. Up until that point, we got to keep pressing. Glory to God. We got to keep pressing. The enemy in this hour to the press, praise God, amen, is eyesight. The first enemy to the press is eyesight, amen, not being able to see properly that we got so much to do and so much that are going on in the world. The other enemy against progress is laziness. When the believer, amen, is, has succumbed to a lazy spirit, nothing will make you more lazy than good money. I'm going to say it again. Nothing will make the believer more lazy concerning their walk with Christ like money. Amen. Praise God. You want to you see where you are in the Lord? 
Glory to God. Wait until you get a large sum of money with no bill to pay with it. And amen, in the middle of a fast and see how long you keep your fast with $25,000 that you didn't expect. Praise God. And you're on day two of a 21-day fast. Glory to God. Amen. That money's, amen, that filthy lucre is the root of all evil. Glory to God. And so we have to press. The other thing is a demonic attack. What the enemy desires to do, uh, amen, in that it is going on really pervasive and really tough is in this hour is, glory to God, uh, deception to keep us distracted off the plan of God for your life. Amen. It is a level of deception to just keep us distracted, keep us, amen, watching, playing with our phone when we ought to be in intercession. Keep us on the phone talking, talking to one another, talking to just sometimes we just like to talk. Amen. And during that time, if you're not careful, praise God, you won't get your work done. Sometimes you got to hang the phone up and get your homework done. Glory to God. Amen. That's so much to do. This church at Thessalonica is born in and has seen Paul go through much affliction. Amen. The church has seen, amen, much amen, affliction. But in the affliction, Paul says, amen, this thing is served to be good for me. Amen. Don't, don't lose heart when you hear about my afflictions. Glory to God and what I'm going through. This church at Thessalonica is a place of joy and a place of love for, amen, the apostle Paul. Glory to God, amen, and this Savannah, amen, and this Timothy. Praise God. So that, 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 killed the, that killed the theology that there are no more apostles because Paul says Savannah and Timothy. So the 12 and only Paul is, is not a good doctrine. Praise God. That's another class. Glory to God. Amen. The other thing that's significant, and we'll talk more about this next week, about the book of Thessalonians, is that you see the, the real, genuine, uh, authentic heart of the office of apostle displayed in the book of Thessalonians, first, especially the first book and some part of the second. Amen. And we'll talk more about this on next week. You see the authenticity. Some, amen, have gone about and have been have been uh, tricked by the enemy and flesh that all apostles do is come and correct and fuss and, amen, quote-unquote, set things in order. But when I read and I study the book of 1 Thessalonians, amen, it is a very apparent of the love that Paul has, the genuineness that he has, Amen. For the church at Thessalonica. Glory to God. Amen. You, you, you can't read it and not see the enduring love where he says that, amen, he's, he's prepared. He's ready to see them. He wants to see them. Glory to God. He wants to see them, amen, face to face. He wants to see them fellowship with them. Glory to God. And all of the enduring terms that you see in Thessalonians. You, can, you only have to read, really, the second chapter, Glory to God, and you see this, uh, this very nurturing person, this very caring individuals, where he says they could have made demands as apostles 
amen, but we were gentle among you. Chapter 2, verse 7. We were gentle as a nursing mother cherished his, her own children so affectionately longing for you. We were pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our lives, amen, because you had become dear to us. Glory to God. So, amen, what you hear and see is the, amen, the heart of Christ and that heartbeat pumping through the office of apostle. I, I'm not sure where we got this doctrine where all apostles do is come and set order, embark and fuss. If you don't have relationship, you don't have influence. If you don't have credibility, amen, you cannot influence the people to make permanent changes for the betterment, barking and fussing. Amen. So that's a whole nother subject. We'll talk more about that, amen, on next week. Amen. So I say this, beloved, amen, with the uh, passion of Christ, glory to God, let us go on to perfection. Amen. Let us leave these elementary principles. Amen. At some point, beloved, you're going to have to sell out. At some point, amen, you're going to have to draw the line in the sand and not cross back over, amen, into the immature lifestyle or immature ways. At some point, you, amen, you got to go with Jesus and no turning back. At some point, you got to, amen, give it all up. What else do you want from the world? Amen. Do you, you can't want the same thing that made you depressed. You can't want the same thing that had you broke without purpose. Amen. Why should we be like a dog returning to its vomit when we know what that's going to produce in our life if we go back to the world? At some point, we got to become a sellout. At some point, we got to just give it all over to Jesus. At some point, amen, we got to present our bodies as a liquid, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Amen. And not take it back, not turn around, but just keep increasing. Amen. I warn you of this, and then I'm done. I warn you of this, and I alert you to this. Yes, you'll feel like you just, amen, that you, 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 you're dying every day, and it's true. Amen. But if you're going to live in Christ, you got to die to the flesh. If you're going to live with Christ, you're going to have to die to the flesh. Amen. And you're going to have to deal with with, amen, the very things that are costing you your, your salvation, your holiness, not salvation, but costing you your press, your sanctification, your walk to holiness. Glory to God. Amen. At some point, if you just got to give it up, amen, and amen, follow Jesus with all that you have. Amen. Amen. Because after, truth be told, we tried everything else. Praise God. We tried, some of us, more than once. I know I did. If only to avail, only to come back, only to recognize, amen, that's, that brought me headache then and is bringing me headache now. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So let us press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God that's in Christ Jesus. Let us keep elevating. Let us keep, amen, peeling off the layers like an onion. Let us keep on pressing towards sanctification, body, soul, and spirit. Let us, brethren, amen, uh, give it all, praise God, so that we don't meander around lost in the spirit. 
Amen. At no point, at no point, amen, without walk with Christ, should the believer pretend to be a finished product in Christ. At no point should you, amen, not be working on your character, your calling, amen, your life as your spouse, uh, as a parent. At no point should you not have, amen, the drive to mature and improve. That's it. Glory to God, to to mature and improve. Amen. In the book of, again, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, glory to God, but concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. Glory to God, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. Glory to God. Amen. But that you increase more and more. Glory, that you increase. I exhort you in that. Amen. We urge you in the Lord Jesus Christ that you should abound more and more. Keep pressing towards the more. We've been summoned to maturity. We've been called to perfection. Glory to God. By the courtroom of God, we've been called. This is our calling. This is the will of God for you, beloved, in Christ Jesus, your sanctification. This is the will of God for you, beloved. Amen. In Christ Jesus is your sanctification. Let us go on now, leaving behind the elementary things. Praise God. Let us go on to perfection. Glory to God. Amen. The discussion, amen, of the elementary principles of Christ. Amen. The laying on repentance and of dead works and faith towards God. Amen. Of baptism of, amen, baptism, the the laying on of hands, of resurrection from the dead, eternal judgment. Amen. And this will do if God permits. Let's press toward the mark, beloved. My time is up. I encourage you in the Lord. Glory to God. Amen, that you have a fire in your spirit every day. I encourage you in the Lord that every day you wake up and say, I know where I'm going. I know where I am now. I know what I got to go back to the job and work on. We're building the house. Amen, we had it built from the ground up. Amen, and, 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 and daily, almost every day, praise God. I know three, four times a week we go by and we see where they're all in the house, what part they're on, what phase are they on. Glory to God. And it's exciting to watch the house come together from the from the foundation, walls, to the roof, the shingle, all of that. And you see it's coming together. Your life, every day when you leave, amen, when you lay down, you ought to see I've done something more to become, amen, more like Jesus. Glory to God. I've done more. This word we have out of the book of Colossians, amen, beloved, I'm persuaded, I mean, Philippians 1, of this very thing, beloved, that he who has begun a good work in you, I'm confident of this very thing, amen, if he begun the work in you, he'll complete it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. He that has begun a good work in you, he's going to complete it, amen. Let's yield to the power of God. Glory to God. Let's get our mind right and press in the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I encourage you in that thing. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, release the kind of angels with a flaming sword drawn that, Father God, will war upon our behalf and beat back every demon of laziness and complacency in the name of Jesus. That ministering angels set us on fire again, that we can pick up the pace and run with excitement, run, Father God, with zeal that only you can give and passionate about holiness as you are holy, you've called us to holiness. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for these people. I thank you for the opportunity. 
I thank you, Father, for the life-giving experience that's being poured out as a drink offering on their behalf in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for these that are yours, that they will grow in passion, that they will grow, Father God, and develop, amen, in the name of Jesus. And those that will hear it later, that they will, Father God, run, will run, Father, with their mind set on you, in the name of Jesus, with their mind on the finish line, for you, Father, are our reward, in Jesus' name, amen. Bless you tonight. Glory to God in the highest 